0: To understand the war in Ukraine, the first thing that needs to be made clear is that it's all about globalism fighting against nationalism. And this is a long story and really could be traced back to the origins of World War I and World War II, where the goal of both those efforts was to create a United Nations, a one-world bureaucracy that the deep state could manage through their primary weapon of war, the administrative state. Remember that secret societies like the Thule Society created the Nazi Party. Even the crown in England was involved in the Nazi party as a sympathetic ear, which is why much of Europe allowed itself to be dominated by Hitler the way they were. It was all part of a plan which put Hitler in front as the bad guy for the world to hate, where the eventual goal would be the creation of the United Nations, which is precisely what happened in the wake of World War II. And most regional wars since then have been for the same purpose, the uniting of the world in some way toward a new world order run by the administrative state, whether it was Vietnam, Korea, the Gulf Wars, all the conflicts in Central America, leading up to this war in Ukraine. There are Nazis involved in Ukraine as well, and we are told by popular media and our political people that we should fly Ukrainian flags, give endless amounts of money to them, and we should hate Russia because they invaded and are hostile actors. But when you understand how the deep state plays the game, there are many reasons that Ukraine shouldn't be trusted or those who support it. It's not so simple as just flying a Ukrainian flag and calling Russia the bad guys. The real fight is against all forms of nationalism as globalism proposes to replace it. I'm from Cincinnati, and I remember well what happened to Marge Schott when she made some comments about Hitler back in the 1990s that caused her to lose her ownership of the Cincinnati Reds. The weapon of the deep state has been these woke pressures. I knew many people in Indian Hill, where Schott lived then, so I watched firsthand the social pressure that was applied to her to force her to sell the Cincinnati Reds to Karl Lindner because of those Hitler comments, which I never thought were off-color. There are a lot of German immigrants in Cincinnati, and Schott was simply making a point about what happened in World War II, after all, it only threw the world at war with each other, so it's probably something people should talk about. For some reason... Hitler only took over the known world and people should probably understand how that happened. But for talking about it, Schott was destroyed in public circles, and this was several decades before the woke movement we see now. This stuff has always been working in the background, and I could see it up close as it emerged. But Hitler was always about making nationalism look bad, that was the plot from the beginning, to allow Hitler to get power, to abuse that power, And to convince the world by drawing everyone into the war to join to destroy Hitler and nationalism wholesale. And any Germans who had bought into the Hitler nationalist pride marches would then be forced to retract their embarrassments and join in the efforts at globalism to show they would confess their sins and become part of the global New World Order, as so expressed in the book on the subject, Tragedy and Hope, one of Bill Clinton's favorites. It has been the same essential playbook with Vladimir Putin in Russia. The same globalist forces had propped him up to be the big baddie in the world everyone was supposed to fear, then when pushed as he was into attacking Ukraine over fears of NATO moving into the former Russian territory, Putin reacted as everyone knew he would. Well before the invasion, Biden was talking about the war as if it already had happened because the plan was for it to happen in any day. The global forces, which Biden was the voice of in this particular incident, were pushing the buttons to provoke Russia to attack. And now that they have— they have their bad guy. Ukraine is the symbol of a global community, and the effort is to destroy nationalism in favor of united globalism. That's why the president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, is a former comedy actor, put in place to sell globalism during this effort. But people are catching on, they have watched these same forces attempt to set up Russia during the Trump years and have observed all the fake reports about Trump and Putin that have not fleshed out into truth. And this new world order plan, Which is over a century in the making, is falling apart. Ukraine was a bridge too far, which now has people looking at all these other past wars, and they are starting to see them for what they always were. The real villains are the open border society people, of which George Soros is a major player. But he's not the only one. The southern border of America is just as much of a war zone as what is going on in Ukraine, but we are told that we should care about Ukraine's border, but not the one with the United States and I could put just as bad images of those killed along America's southern border as the media is putting up with those in Ukraine. They are all bad, but the media tells us to care about one, not the other. Even political figures like Lindsey Graham and Sean Hannity are on board with calling for the open assassination of Vladimir Putin for what he has done against Ukraine, yet in America, the drug cartels essentially run the government of Mexico and, increasingly, the United States. The money flow is easy, and corrupt politicians are easy to buy. Yet the fight has never been about saving Ukraine from Russia but about using propped-up bad guys, like China, Russia or even Iran, to force terror upon the world and cause people to cleave to a powerful, centralized government. That is how the globalists eventually convinced America to join the United Nations after World War II. And that's what this war in Ukraine is all about, destroying the nationalism of Russia, uniting the world around globalism using American money to fund the effort, and in the end, destroying the concept of national borders and making everything a state of the United Nations. So it's right not to support Ukraine, it's a war created by the deep state for the objectives of the open border society and their globalist aims, which have been at the heart of all their politics since the late 1800s. Often what we find, as bad as characters who have proven themselves to be killers like Putin and Hitler have been, Is that there are worse characters than those operating behind the scenes? You can find them when you learn how people like Hitler obtained power, to begin with. Do people really think Hitler got out of jail and suddenly he took over all the politics of Europe and had Neville Chamberlain eating out of his hand? What about the exiled Vladimir Lenin being sent to Russia to incite a revolution there? Or Ho Chi Minh, who was a bellboy at a hotel when the Treaty of Versailles was signed, and he tried to get help from Woodrow Wilson to push the French out of Vietnam. In frustration, since the newly created European forces wouldn't listen, he joined the Communist Party across the street essentially, and we all know how that turned out. That was all part of the chess game that goes on in the background. Communism spread through Asia and became the significant China threat we see today. Who put Saddam Hussein in power? What about Muammar Gaddafi? Or Osama bin Laden? Or Barack Obama? Obama wasn't born in the United States, he was an asset from Indonesia, born in Kenya, and they created a pass for him that showed he was born in Hawaii, with a fake birth certificate. His political life was launched in the living room of Bill Ayers, the known terrorist of the weather underground, who turned into a college professor at the University of Chicago. How do all these characters connect? Well, read Tragedy and Hope, this time, they have been caught red-handed with Zelensky in Ukraine. Enough people are onto this game now and see it for what it is. Ukraine is a fake war by a fake political party aiming for a borderless world. And Putin has been played like many before him has. And that's why sending money to Ukraine is a dumb idea and why flying a Ukrainian flag is a sign of stupidity, given the facts of the matter. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business